Yo, what up, Ryuji here. Welcome back to the Two Rowdy Vegans. Thank you so much for tuning in. And this week we get an episode about Nation Rising and the Rancher Advocacy Program. This interview was recorded um, by Renee actually in uh, Ottawa, Canada. Well, it was recorded by Ray, but Renee's the one running the interview. And it was with uh, Jenny, who is the founder of Nation Rising, and Louise, who has worked very closely with Anita Crimes from the SAVE movement. And uh, it's an exciting interview that talks about Nation Rising, the Rancher Advocacy Program, and uh, just who those two people are and, and topics in between. So hope you enjoy this week's episode of the Two Rowdy Vegans. Let's get right into it. Two, two, two rowdy vegans. Two, two, two rowdy vegans. Two, two. Two rowdy vegans, two, two, two rowdy vegans, two, two rowdy vegans, one plus one equals two rowdy vegans. So, you know, what's really cool is I'm here right now in Ottawa, Canada, the day after one of the most amazing events that I've ever really participated in. I found out about Nation Rising last year when my dear friend Salesh Rao uh, was seen projecting uh, the entire story of the calamities of our climate crisis. Uh, he was talking about a uh, vegan world 2026 and the message was so clear. And I didn't know that the man behind this camera right here, Ray, was the one that actually had did all that recording, right? I found that out when I was here this year. But Nation Rising is a powerful platform to really get the Canadian government to pay attention. Last year was their very first one. This year, it was raining, it was cold, and even in spite of all that, people were excited. And they, they, we, we marched all the way to Parliament Hill. <clears throat> I even spoke in French. Kidding. <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> but anyway, this lady right here is Jenny Henry. And Jenny is the founder of Nation Rising. And Jenny, if you would, I just, you know, I just want to thank you, number one, for, for the work you're doing. Thank you. Thank you for coming and being a part of it. I mean, your activism is so tireless. You're, you've got a very youthful spirit. I saw you in a bikini on your profile. I thought, oh my God, this girl looks 13. But <laughs> serious. And so I was like, wow, look at this girl. I mean, you're just your energy, your enthusiasm, your vitality, you know, the way you just marched through this whole crowd yesterday. You could tell you were leading. Uh, people were looking up to you. You were inspiring others. And, um, you know, I, I think it's real important that women in this movement support each other and tell each other just how impactful we are. Oh, you're so sweet. Thank you. Thank you. We're making a difference. Yes. To be around people like y'all, and this is Louise, Louise Jorgensen. Yeah, yeah. With this, you with you, you primarily work with the Save Movement, correct? I do. I primarily work with the Save Movement, and I've been with them since 2011. <clears throat> um, starting with doing, helping to organize vigils at the pig slaughterhouse, and then we expanded to the cow and the chicken slaughterhouse. Um, and then uh, from the beginning I've been doing graphics because I'm a graphic artist uh, by trade so I made all the, the placards for the, the vigils and now I continue to do that for ones around the world. Around the world? Around the world. So, so a lot of the times you see like people around the world that say vigils holding signs but they're ones that I've designed. So yeah so I you know okay I'm going to get back to this in just a second yep. because I want to switch gears just for a minute because um, you know, I really didn't even know that you were going to be here. 
<laughs> I, I, when I met you, I was like, yeah. that's the girl I collaborated with a year ago. Yeah, yeah. I, I forget what we were doing, but it was. I oh, think I it was my calendar. The calendar. It was the calendar. Yeah, yeah. it was the, our first time yes. to ever do a calendar. I did the graphic for that. And you, yeah, you did yeah. the graphic for, for the, the Save Movement, yes. and they were yes. one of our sponsors. <laughs> and so, yeah, that's yeah. how I started talking that's to you. Great. Anita turned me on to talking to yes. you. Yes. And this lady here, I never really met you. No, really, we've never met before. Until yeah. I came here. Yeah. And, uh, and so tell us how. I want to know how Nation Rising happened. How did how did you come up with this idea? How did it take off so quickly? <laughs> how did you uh, you know manage to get press conferences in Parliament Hill? You know uh, this weekend. What what is what went behind this? Um, so the idea first started. It was like you know how do we tackle this massive industry? Right, animal agriculture is this massive industry with so much money behind it, and at the same time it's causing so much damage in like for for our health for the planet and for animals as well so it's like how can we tackle this well if it's if it's you know if it's impacting all of these different people in all these different ways and we can if we can get all all those people who care about those issues working together then we can actually you know like we can we can demand change and we can actually achieve something so it was it seemed like it was something that was both um, both attainable if we you know if we have specific demands and we we, we focus on those specific things <coughs> So it was attainable, and also, if we could achieve it, it would have massive impacts for the animals, for our health, for like for all of the and for the environment. So, so that was like, okay, we got to do this. Let's focus on doing this. So the the idea came a long time ago, and then it was actually Ben. It's funny, Ben posted on Facebook and said, you know what, we should have a march on Parliament Hill. And I was like, you know, actually, a private message him, and I'm like, you know, actually, I've been working on something. And he jokes and he says, I sent him this three-page um, proposal for like a revolution basically like here's how it's going to go down <laughs> you something you wrote was it the demands? something i wrote it was the demands it was like how we're going to do it why we need to do it you know like and and what it might look like basically so you just went you just went home one day and said i'm just going to write out the demands of parliament <laughs> right now what yes we... this is what we want <laughs> and i don't know I, I, yeah i don't know much more than like how it's sort of started to brew and then it became like a let's plan this out let's actually do this and then and then I was sort of playing with the idea I wasn't sure if it was actually going to come to fruition I was looking for website ideas and looking for the perfect name Nation Rising and so that got stalled because I didn't have the website um, and then when Ben when Ben said that it sort of sparked it and said okay let's let's actually take the next step and make it actually happen so I'm grateful for him for doing that and then Darlene came on board and Darlene is like amazing she's this project yeah. manager who's like this all needs to get done she took care of getting the press the press conference like that was her she her and her husband get all the signs there you know um, they make sure everything gets to Parliament Hill and they take everything take care of everything locally like um, planning the March route and all that kind of stuff Darlene and Ben I mean the two of them the, the three of us together are a team and and we've we've, we've accomplished that in the two years so I'm very grateful to them for all they do now, how did you yeah. manage to get um, Ray, who's behind the camera, <clears throat> last year to uh, video all of this amazing content and do the edits? I mean, how did he come into the picture? Because yeah, it was so, awesome. Yeah, it was incredible. Ray's an incredibly talented videographer, and he does a lot of animal rights stuff for us. And so he, he, was, he was really excited about Nation Rising and wanted to be a part of it. 
And of course, we're like, you know, if we can get Ray here filming it, then we're going to have a really powerful video that we can then share out afterwards and hopefully inspire other people to to come to this year's event. And we're hoping to do the same thing this well, year. Well, that's what did it for me. I mean, I saw Silesh on Parliament Hill giving his speech and I was like, what the heck? <laughs> yes. What's going on here, man? I just like, I got, I mean, I'm like, I was all over it. Especially since it was all about ending animal ag subsidies. Yeah. Because it was about the time that I was, you know, really pushing Rancher Advocacy Program out into the world. And I was thinking, yes, the government needs to take care of these problems yes. that we're having with the farmers. Why am I doing this? <laughs> you know, it's kind of like here in Kaya yesterday, right? Yes. Why is an 11-year-old up here on, on uh, Parliament Hill, you know, trying to get you freaking grown-ups out here to grow up? <laughs> you know, pay attention. Right? I mean, you know, it's it's true, too. And I felt the same way. When I saw this, I'm like, why am I, you know, a nonprofit here trying to beg for money to help farmers transition? Our government should be paying for this, y'all. Right? Exactly. And that's what y'all are doing. Yeah, we're asking the government to do it because because the government is responsible for looking out for the best interests of the people. Right now, they're funding industries that are that are killing us. So, I mean, they, it's their responsibility to shift those subsidies. If they're saying that we have to eat, in Canada, right, the food guide just got updated this year to say to eliminate dairy as a food group entirely and recommend plant-based sources of protein, right? So now the government is is spending our tax dollars to fund an industry that they're actually telling us not to not to consume those products, which is what they're always doing. Yeah. It doesn't make any it's sense. Crazy. Yeah. yeah, they're always telling us to do one thing while they do another. Yes. It's yeah. like driving me crazy. So <laughs> let's shift for a minute and go over here to the lovely, beautiful Louise. Louise, I just love you. Oh, I love you too. Your energy <laughs> is so freaking powerful, and your um, your presence, though very soft uh do not let that deceive you <laughs> this woman is freaking amazing because what you're doing for the save movement uh i mean i was just talking to you earlier before we started the um recording and you said you met anita Kreintz before the save movement was ever a thing oh yeah yeah so tell so, us about that yeah so um it was 2011, my son and I decided to do some activism where we were trying to find activism in Toronto and there was basically nothing happening. So um, we found out there was a PETA protest happening at the pig slaughterhouse um, and we decided to go down. And that's when I found out actually about the slaughterhouse being there. And I met Anita there because she was there as well. And she told me about, she was starting a group called Toronto Pig Save to do something about this slaughterhouse in downtown Toronto. So my son and I went to the first vigil in June 2011. You were at the first vigil ever? Ever, yes, ever. Yeah, and I've been every single week ever since. And yeah. And when I asked you a while ago, uh, what do you do for SAVE? What was your answer? 2,000 things? Yeah, 10,000 things? Yeah, yeah, I do so much, but I I mean, obviously I go to the vigils still every week, um, and I organize the the Toronto Cow SAVE vigils, and I do, I'm a graphic artist by trade, so I do all the or most of the graphics we have other ones on board now too other uh, graphic artists but I do a lot of them and I did them all in the beginning and I do them for Nation Rising and is I that why you're here with Nation Rising is because of your con- a, contributions yeah, with graphic well, art part of it yeah, yeah so how does so how does this correlate how is well, how we're are good you? friends anyways but, uh, okay you're we're friends. both animal yeah. rights activists yeah. we're both involved in the save movement and yes. Louise is always helping with anything graphic design related and she's really? always supporting everything all kinds of activism so yeah yeah, and we're, we were great friends. Yes. So were you here last year? Oh yeah. 
Yes. Okay, so yes. you were at the first one. I was at the first one. So in your opinion then, since you were here last year, how is it, how is it, how does it feel this year compared to last year? I think it had more energy this year. Um, the weather was not good this year. It was very cold and we were soaking wet, but we were determined and we were loud. Oh my God, we were so loud. <laughs> that's because I was energy. here. No, yeah, that's exactly. Let's get rowdy. <laughs> Let's go live, right? <laughs> I, think, I think we were heard. We were yeah. definitely heard. So. <laughs> Thank you for that. You have to come back next year. No, your energy is amazing. Yeah. We had so much fun. So much fun. You know, going live in the green door yes yeah. we went to the green yes. door a couple times uh and a little uh, dancing afterwards at yeah we were dancing last night we're <laughs> dancing at this place next door you know i mean i was just like yeah you right when that took me on night oh long. yeah you were giving her should we get the video should we show the video show the video no no, no. we will give ryuji that video ryuji wait till you see this yes. video in fact that reminds me y'all who are we who are we? Nation Rising. No. <laughs> Who are we? We are the two rowdiest <laughs> vegans ever. <laughs> all right. So this is something me and Ryuji do all the time, right? Because I'm going to put this on the Two Rowdy Vegans podcast. Aww. I wanted this to be a surprise. But I figured, why not? Just let y'all know. Y'all are going to be on a podcast. <laughs> And so we're going to feature Nation Rising. We're going to feature the SAVE movement. And so we really want to talk about the great work that both of you are doing That's and awesome. how it all came together right here this weekend. That's awesome. So tell, so tell me more about what, so what happened. So last year there was more people. I think there was more people last year. There yeah. was more people. But because of the rain, because of the cold, obviously, unless you were really committed um, you know, unless you're really committed to being here and staying the course, I can see why people wouldn't have come out for that yesterday or why we they would have left. Changed the date too, which might have affected things. You yeah. changed the date. Yeah, yeah, but 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 honestly, y'all, yesterday was, was miserable. Yeah. Yes. And 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 unless you're really dedicated I saw people leaving. Really? Oh yeah, I saw people leaving. And so yeah, I was watching. I was very attentive to that because some people they have their kids or whatever they just can't stay the course yeah and you know when you think about all the animals out there that are dying in heat and cold uh, i've seen some of the save vigils where the oh, yeah. animals are stuck yes. in the freezing yeah. you know their and their their skin yeah, is stuck to the yes. sides and they're just dead in the trucks oh, right from the heat in the winter yeah. yeah so tell us about 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 that i want to know more about that yeah well um we're out there every week for vigils and, and agnes comes out quite a lot too um whether it doesn't matter if it's pouring rain or if it's a blizzard we're out there every week because there's no break for the animals um so we don't take a break either we're exactly there. there's no break for the animals no, and that no was break. my point yeah. is it because there's no break for the animals there's no break for us either okay so yeah. we as activists when we are uh, having to suffer because of some raindrops and some cold weather big damn deal because this is this is so important the work that we're doing is so important that we have to continue we have to press on press through because it's so important to get our message across especially when the weather's like this absolutely especially. it shows our dedication and our commitment and i was so impressed with the production team you know i was so impressed with the fact that they had uh you know they had protection over the speakers 
They had everything protected over the uh, sound system. Remember me talking about that? And they are totally, they donated everything entirely, the whole thing. Two years in a row, they're amazing. That's yeah. incredible. That's, yeah. that's the way it should be. It's crowdsourced. That's the way I look yeah. at Rancher Advocacy Program is crowdsourced. You know, everything we do, uh, we have a Rancher Advocacy Coalition, and everybody participates yeah. professional on a professional level uh, at no charge to us. Yeah, it's which amazing. Is, is amazing. So, yeah, so let's uh, switch gears for a minute and talk about next year. All What's, right. Do you have any ideas for next year already? Darlene is already planning. We said at the end, we're like, okay, we get two weeks, right? Two weeks to chill. <laughs> two week chill. Darlene, the next morning, we need this next year. We need this. We should do this. We should... Yes, 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 Darlene. <laughs> so it's already... She's already, in... she's already starting, <laughs> which is great. She's amazing. You need to do You need to do that. Yes, right? set the date and plan bigger and better things. And yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, what kind of questions do y'all have? You know, we've talked a little bit about the Rancher Advocacy Program. Yes, I was you know, ask you about do you that. Do you have any yes, questions yes, for me? I, I, I'm not exactly sure how that works, so maybe you can tell us a bit about it. But the wrap, is that... How it works? Yes. Well, you know, I was talking to, um, I think it was, I was talking to Ray a little bit about it a while ago when we were uh, waiting on you guys. And it was, um, uh, you know, here... The government has to take care of, if, if government subsidies happen to take care of farms transitioning, who's going to be the one to tell the government how to do it? See, this is who we yeah. are. RAP is that force. And so if, you know, we're, we, are also, we also are appealing to the government in the United States. So we've got uh, the Vegan Justice League, uh, President Connie Spence, who has also started uh, the Agricultural Fairness Alliance. It's a C4. Laura Reese is also on the board. I've been asked to join the board. But what we're doing is we are uh, appealing to the United States Congress. Laura went there for three weeks and uh, talked to all the staffers, explaining what the Rancher Advocacy Program is, what we're wanting to do to transition farmers, uh, educating the staffers on why it's so important to talk to you know, the constituents, how they will be heroes to their constituents if they offer them a program that gets them away from chicken farming yes. into plant-based farming, right? Yes. I mean, they would be a hero. No farmer wants to stand around in chicken manure, chicken, right. chicken urine, uh, you know, with chickens upside down with their legs flopping around, uh, dead, dying. No farm, that is not farming. I'm sorry, you know, uh, that is not farming. That is... That is a death sentence. That is that is just dealing with the devil, in my opinion. You know, when you are when you are confining thirty six thousand chickens in a twenty thousand square foot shed, and you're doing that, uh, you know, over and over and over and over. That isn't farming. That that's horrible. No, no real farmer says, "Oh, you know what? I think I want to do that." Right? <laughs> yeah, they, they get so, stuck. So what we are is we are that middle person. We're saying, hey, okay, you don't have to do this anymore. We used to be farmers. We used to, you know, you know, we weren't like great big, you know, farmers, but we were farmers. Mm -hmm. My husband's a multi-generational cattle rancher. And, you know, whenever I went vegan and, you know, y'all know the story. And if you don't know the story, you know, look it up. Um, it's, uh, it's you, you can find it. But whenever I went vegan and my husband um, uh, followed suit, other farmers, their families started contacting me. It was a very genuine outreach of uh, folks contacting me. And so as a result, 
the Rancher Advocacy Program was born. And I started creating questionnaires. Uh, There's a Rancher Intake form on our website. Uh, You can join the coalition to help us. Uh, We ask a ton of questions uh, uh, on the Rancher Intake form to find out how much money uh, the ranchers need to make, what kind of debt they have, because because every ranch is gonna be different, Mm -hmm. what kind of topography their soil has, what kind of challenges their soil has, uh, we get a veganic agriculture uh, expert involved. His name is Greg Lattis, Uh and he helps us determine, you know, what needs to be remediated in the soil, uh, so that if they do want to do something other than farm animals, what can be done? Right. We we have, uh, I mean, the 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 way it's organized is just unbelievable to me yeah. because I have so many people that are helping. That's you know, and it's so. Incredible. The government is going to have to have a team like this yep. to help them. Yep. All of those things. Do all of those things. And, that, and that's why I think Nation Rising is so important because it's not just about taking away subsidies and, and hurting farmers. It's about switching the subsidies and helping farmers, right? To exactly. Yep. So I yeah. think it's, so it's an important. important piece of the puzzle, yeah, right? It is. Because otherwise it's just doesn't really work you can't just tell them to stop nobody's gonna stop no no and it's gonna hurt the transitioning is possible and it's necessary yeah it's very necessary in our times um you know and that's what whenever the laura went to uh capitol hill in the united states that's one of the things that she really stressed was you know about the subsidies being transitioned Mm -hmm. over to for us it's veganic farming because y'all let me just tell you right now Organic is not vegan. And so if we're going to step up and really, um, hey, I know it may sound like a stretch, but whenever you're buying organic produce, whenever I'm buying organic produce, I am buying produce that was that was grown with manure mm-hmm. that was probably shipped from a capo. Oh. That's where they get it. Yeah. You know? That's horrible. It's not vegan. And, you know, we think we're doing so good. Yeah. But, you know, we have to start, again, being educated, right? We don't know these things. Just like I used to didn't know that white sugar wasn't vegan. We have to start, like, going, you know, let's start demanding, uh, you know, veganic instead of organic. Yes. What would farmers do if they don't have manure for their, their crops? What would they use instead? Well, this is what we're doing. Yeah. We are, there's a, there's a place in Houston. It's called Farm Dirt. You should look it up. And this is, I've been there. It's amazing. They get compost from all sorts of, um, you know, grocery stores, right? Right. Organic compost. It comes all to them, all sorts of fruits and vegetables, piles and piles and piles of it. They get uh, trees, they get shrubs, they get leaves. You mix all this stuff together. There's this uh, underground system that they use with uh, PVC pipe, and they use these generators, and they create this heat on top of all this organic matter. Right. Veganic matter, right? <laughs> and and then they create this veganic compost out of fruits, vegetables, leaves, trees, right? Shrubs. And Amazing. there's lots of it that goes to waste now, so that would work, right? So yeah. much and, produce. And they're goes doing to this waste. in Houston, right? Wow. There's this place called Farmer in wow. Houston, Texas. Amazing, for real. And so, so we are all of the farms that work with us have to be veganic, not organic. That's our. Uh, that's our you know part of our that's, model that's amazing yeah. Yeah, that's exciting <laughs> yeah so you know we've got the three farms right now that we're working with um the barrett family farm which is in wicks arkansas former chicken farmers and cattle ranchers that are going to be a mushroom farm uh to date this this is caught this 
project has cost us through our funder over a half million dollars. Wow. For this one farm? One the, farm. The mushroom one. Wow. Yeah. Amazing. Because they they were, you know, they were a contracted with big, big chicken producers. And when they got out of the business, they had all of this debt. We've had to help them with all of this debt. Wow. Uh, we've had to basically go in and, um, you know, do a second mortgage to help them. Right. And uh, we have. It's been very rigorous. It's been very tedious. I uh, could not have done it without our amazing team. Uh, Greg Lydas is our organic expert. Paul Berry is our project uh, manager. Uh, and he's also on our board of directors. Um, Jody Rash is our, you know, he's the guy that, you know, kind of consults, consults with us on their finances. And then we have just Jerry Devereaux involved. We have Ananda Bhavani. We have her sister Lonnie. We have so many awesome people that are helping us transition these farms. So there's the Barrett Family Farm. There's uh, Star Love Ranch in Giddings, Texas that used to be a sixth generation uh, family farm. And now, you know, they are vegan and we're working with them right what now. Do they they're, grow? Hmm? What do they grow? No, they're, not mushrooms. They're not, well, they're, they're gonna be growing, they're gonna have a one acre veganic plot and they're gonna do vegan weddings. They're gonna have, oh, wow. yeah, they're gonna do a wedding venue and they've got a, follow Star Love Ranch. Okay. You'll see them on, awesome. on Facebook or and on Instagram. And then there's another family that's not vegan yet. Uh, they're the trailers, and they're in Huntsville, Texas. And wow, uh, you can see a lot of amazing content because me and Ryuji actually went there and interviewed these farmers and got some real candid, candid, a real candid look into the back door of what farmers think and what yeah, they go important. through. Yeah. Do you think there's a lot of um, animal farmers that would be interested in switching over to plant? farming there is more uh people interested than we can keep up with really? <laughs> yes That's yeah i, I would have thought that oh yeah Amazing. there's there's more people i mean i wish we had more money i wish we had more people involved that could help me do all these assessments because you know like i have a farm in north carolina right now that i need to fly to and do an assessment another chicken farm i have a farm in alabama um and there's another farm that's in like oh where was it I can't remember where it's at, but uh, you know, it's probably not going to be doable at all because of the soil. You know, oh. there's there's a real need. I have yeah. never had to advertise, not once. Uh, and you're just for one this. person yeah. with all of these people. Yes. We That's, need more. So we need subsidies. And government. In Canada, we need and the US. subsidies. Yeah. That's why I was so glad I was asked to come here. Yeah. It's because I think it's so important to ally, to bring our energies together. Totally. And, um, I'm excited about the future and what's going on in um, Toronto in August. Oh, we have the animal rights uh, conference coming up. Um, oh gosh, I've forgotten the dates. I think it's the 14th, 16th, 17th, 17th 18th, 18th. Because yes. I know because I can't come on the 17th because I'll be in Dallas. But <laughs> so, and Jenny and I are both on the, the March committee, so we're going to be running the, the animal rights march. Animal rights Toronto. march in Toronto. Yeah. <laughs> oh really? Yeah, and, it's going to be amazing. We'll hope and, it's the biggest ever. And Agnes ever is going to be involved, right? Oh yes. Agnes, Agnes come Agnes right here and say hello, fun. will you? Well, what about what about um, our friend back here? Where is she? The extras, you mean? Rose. <laughs> the extras? 
Rose. Yeah, Rose is going to be involved. Uh, and so tell us a little bit more because I was, I've been, y'all asked me to come. So if I do come, yeah. I'll be doing oh, yes. a workshop yeah. on how to talk to cattle farmers, uh, oh, chicken amazing. farmers, and cowboys. Yeah, so there's going to be workshops um, for all weekend long. We're going to have actions happening. And then right in the middle of it, we're going to have the march through downtown Toronto. So we're hoping like thousands of people. That's, yes. that's our goal. Yes, and a big action at the end. Yeah, a big action. Now, at what the day end. is the march on? It's the 17th of that's August. It's a Saturday, I think. Oh, it is. Yeah. I'll be in Dallas. Oh. But I'm so glad to be in Dallas because Dallas, you know, is where my friend Kat Mindanao lives, and she's the one that makes the vegan cowgirl boots that I love so much. <laughs> yeah, everybody has to know about Kat Mindanao because her boots are amazing. You know, I met Kat at a uh, she, at the very first ever conference I did where I was a vendor. It was in Marshall, Texas, right. and I was I was really kind of like mourning the loss of my cowboy boots. I was mourning. I had a collection of leather boots, all kinds. And you just got rid of them? Oh yeah, I had just gotten rid of them. I was mourning the loss of them because I wore them to bed. <laughs> I, I mean. You know, I love boots. I wear them all the time, you know. And if I'm not wearing, I'm wearing, I'm wearing these. But, uh, you know, and so I was at this uh, conference, and Kat Mendenhall, when y'all meet her, y'all will love her. She was right next to me. She comes from a cattle ranching family. She, in fact, she's on our rancher advisory committee. She's one of our coalition uh, members. And, and she had all these boots. And I was like... I just died and gone to heaven. There was like all these <laughs> vegan boots, red, black, white, blue, and all handmade boots. So you have every color, yeah? Yeah. She's, <laughs> she's kept me pretty uh, pretty, pretty stocked up. Nice. And, and, and for good reason. I noticed you were matching yesterday, the red boots and the red and black and the white pants. Yeah. Yeah, I like that. I like to match up with my boots. But anyway, that's Kat. So. Oh, that's so amazing. So what else? Have we forgotten anything? <laughs> Anything else that you'd like well, to? We're going to get know. Renee into politics. Right? Yes, <laughs> yes, definitely. I, me into politics? Yes. I am no politician. That doesn't matter. We're going to get you in there. <laughs> we're definitely going to need to learn from you as yes. we like try to expand Nation Rising to start to tackle the part where we're, we're helping farmers transition, transition, and we're trying to get the government to start these transition programs and learning about what that, what that entails and how we can make that happen and how we can explain to them why it's necessary and what all the pieces will will look like and what that transition will look like so yeah so that will you know what what, what could happen this just occurred to me uh, as I heard you talking what could happen is we could actually use rap uh, and the agricultural fairness Alliance AFA uh, we could consult with Nation Rising and figure out how to bring a Canadian rap force. Oh, wouldn't that be, that would be amazing? Oh, oh my God! Huh? Yeah, totally amazing. I mean, one of the things we're going to be doing is the rap evolve. You know, uh, we're going to be teaching a new a new form of activism that's going to be in cell barns, and that is going to include being able to really talk to the folks that own cell barns. You'll have to know how to go in there and speak to them and. Uh, we're gonna. We're going to. We're actually going to uh, go in there and talk to the farmers and say, okay, so if if you're wanting to, if you're wanting to, you know, if there's an animal here that maybe needs help, maybe you don't want to send it through the slaughter line, right? Then you know we can help you find a home for it. Maybe it's 
diseased or sick or a broken leg. I'm sure sometimes farmers become attached to certain animals. They always they? do. Yeah. yeah, they really do. They, there are some that they do get attached to. And then maybe the other the other thing that can happen is with which we're going to all be wearing badges and we're going to make sure they know that if there's any farmers there that want to transition to plant-based farming that they can call us and we'd be happy yes. to set up an interview. This is the thing that we're missing. So yes. farmer, we need something on our website or something that identifies us to let farmers know that, hey, you know, like we, we want to help you transition. You said you have farmers reaching out to you all the time. We want that to be happening in Canada too. That's not yeah. yet happening here. And so let it, the farmers know that we're on their we're side. We're on your side and we want to help you yeah. with that transition. Yeah. But see, the reason why it's difficult is because the, the farmers need to talk to, to other farmers. Yes. Yes, 100%. And you know, yeah. they have to talk to recovering farmers. Yes, yes. we need a recovering farmer yes. here. We have one. Yes. Who? Uh, remember that Mike. beef? That beef? Mike, Mike, you know, from... Oh, uh, farmhouse. Farmhouse. Yeah, yes. Well, farmhouse. I've talked to him. To yeah. I have talked to him. I, in fact, he needs to get on our RAP advisory committee. If he could get on our RAP advisory okay. committee, let's make then that happen. Let's make yes. that happen. Yes. Yes. We need him on our RAP advisory yes, so he committee. He could be our Canadian. Then he version. then could feed into all of the uh, yes. all of the, yeah. the contacts we have, all the sources we have, and we could evolutionize Canada with that. Yes. Oh my gosh, Woo. that would be amazing. <laughs> <laughs> it's a wrap. <laughs> Peace out from Rowdy Girl. Let's keep it rowdy. We are the two rowdy vegans. Well, I'm one rowdy vegan. Ryuji is the other half. He's up somewhere. He's flying from here to there to everywhere. But we are the two rowdy vegans. And these are my two friends, Jenny and Louis. Peace. Two, two, two rowdy vegans. 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 Two, two rowdy vegans, one plus one equals two rowdy vegans.